0: Hello, everyone. I hope you're all doing really well. I hope this podcast is serving you well. To all the new people I'm seeing, new people listening to this podcast from kind of all over the world. So if you're new, welcome. We're here to talk about topics that are, um, that kind of happen every day, but you kind of feel like you're on your own. So I'm hoping you won't. Today, I'm going to talk about how to kill politics in your organization. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. Okay, this I'm going to start this talk with a story because when I started in a leadership role, I think I was around, for this one, I think I was around 26, 27 years old. I was talking to somebody who really loves me and wants to take the best care of me and wants to be a part of my life. And uh, this individual said, you know, you can do this job, but never, ever play politics. Like, don't play the game. Meanwhile, I am watching... Staff and leaders and all sorts of people around me playing politics, playing games that, uh, quite frankly, don't necessarily always have to do with the work, don't always have to do with the outcomes or anything that's like that. It is, it's like a ladder climbing game, and I never like to to do it. However. That being said, and as much as I want to remove them in an organization, there is no way I would have had the opportunities I had if I did not observe them and understand them enough to make sure that I was protecting myself. Uh, one of my brothers said, uh, you know, it's, it's a game of chess. And I've, I've thought about that a lot because everyone seems to want to be the king or the queen on the chessboard, you definitely don't want to be a pawn. They're like, oh, they used you, you were a pawn or, or a rook or whatever, a knight with limited moves. And although those ones are all valuable, everyone seems to want to be the king or the queen. Uh, in, in my career, I learned that I don't want to be either of them. And that's actually what's so challenging with being a CEO in a large organization with thousands of volunteers. When you are that, you almost feel like you're a king or a queen. And in the past, I have worked incredibly hard to try and stay off the board while trying to manage the pieces on the board. Does that make sense? I, I I'm not saying that you you to be ignorant of politics, but I'm saying don't try and be a person on the board. Try and figure out how all the pieces are moving. Try and predict how pieces are going to move on the board. Because if you can accurately predict it, then you're starting to understand what's going on. It doesn't mean you have to play it. But if you don't know what's going to happen, you will not be able to set yourself up to defend it when it does happen to you, which is inevitable in a large organization. So as much as that advice was um, in a very loving way, I, I quickly noticed that it doesn't work. It definitely doesn't work in large organizations. It doesn't work in organizations with thousands of people um, with different opinions and everything. There will always be some element of politics. So in a way, kind of get over that. Uh, I definitely have had to and I continue to have to remind myself, you know, when the when the day's done, hang them up, go home, spend time with your family, let it all go. uh, And then you're back at it. But understand that there is a board there. There are people moving pieces and pieces being moved. And some people are running around as pieces. And you have to be able to understand that, predict it, analyze it so that you can successfully do your job. Now, if you take my approach, you'd never want to be on the board. You want to figure out how to ensure that you understand it enough that it's not going to get you. Because if you truly want to serve your organization, whatever organization that is, you have to be paying attention to it, or else it will inevitably get you okay, so on to the next piece within your organization, I think there's there there can be different standards anywhere below you. I recently had an employee of an old organization uh came over. And was talking about uh, what happened after I left. and they and and I actually had several people reach out and say they didn't know of all the things that were going on in the organization until I left. And I feel like that's your job. Your job is to be the umbrella, dealing with those all of those politics and all those stresses and all those things that are happening above so that your staff can focus on delivering the product to your customers. They shouldn't have to worry about the organization as much as you do if you're in that leadership role. However, that's looking up. Again, understand it. Control it. Protect your staff from it. That is your job. Stand up for what's right. And and don't back down when you know there's a moral issue or something like that. Do not back down. That's your job. Now, looking down, politics destroy organizations. Uh, I, I, like While they're always pres- present and they're ever prevalent in many organizations, your job, if you choose to try and uh, do that, is to reduce the level of politics in your organization. I've struggled with this a lot. I do not put up with politics. I I get very frustrated. And, And the best way that I've gotten or I've learned how to manage them better is to think of every relationship as having strings to different relationships, different organizations and everything. And you analyze each of those strings. So that's what somebody says about something else. Some strings are work-related. Some th- strings are personal-related or career-related. career, cr- career related. And you identify those. So almost like you visualize a, a web in your head and you say, was this comment, what type of string was this comment? Was it a political comment or was it work-focused comment? When you're pushing through issues, if people... Revert to personal issues on a regular basis. In my opinion, that is politics, unless those personal issues are directly affecting how people do their job. An example is snowballing an issue. So if you say, you know, I saw that you were late to work, and the response is, well, nobody cares about me. And, you know, you're snowballing it. You're turning into a personal issue. And you're, as the boss, just trying to deal with the problem. That is exhausting, and I have such a low level of tolerance for it. I even get mad at myself when I get sucked into uh, thinking like that because everybody in your organization needs to be focused on their jobs, doing their jobs, doing the best at their jobs. And If you have a good performance review process, doing their best at their jobs, they know that they will be recognized and eventually will be promoted. If you have a fair discipline process, they know that they don't have to worry. They just have to report things properly so that everyone can do their jobs. And boom, politics start to become less. The, more imp- the reason I think it's very important as a leader to be very aware of politics, not to ignore them, not to play them, but be very aware, is so that when you're working through issues with individuals you don't bite on those political strings. You don't grab them and pull on them or play with them. When people snowball an issue and they turn into being about somebody else or about getting a new job or whatever, you snuff it out almost immediately because you are getting more and more clarity on when people are walking down the political paths and when they're actually focused on their work. So that I, I call it snowballing, but it's it's basically it's basically diverting whatever the issue you're trying to resolve into a personal issue. And don't kid yourself, we all do it. It's I'm not talking about there's any individual that doesn't do it. It's just once you are aware of it, you will work harder on making sure that you're not doing it and making sure that your staff don't do it. Um and and kind of in in my view, if people need the support to do their work. Let's say they need to be able to read better. Uh, Like I'm picking a real basic thing, but your job is to give them the tools so that they can read better. But if they have an emotional or a trauma-related issue, your job is to give them the support. But it's not your job as a leader to carry them through that. You're checking in, making sure that the experts that can carry them through that are in place or at least were offered. That's your job. And that's another place where I've seen leaders get sucked in, including myself, where I start feeling responsible for other people's personal decisions their the, and the outcomes of their personal decisions. And then finally, the other reason that I think it's incredibly important to be aware of politics and to understand it is the better awareness you will have with the political si- situations that you're facing, the f- the better clarity you will have on how they're affecting how you're thinking through solutions. If you are politically aware, but uh, job-focused, you will always find yourself focusing on what is the truth of the matter. And it has nothing to do with anyone else or what people have said or anything. If you are focused on the truth, you are focused on getting clarity around what really happened, you have taken some great steps to reducing politics in your organization. I hope this helps you. I hope this serves you. Um, It's been some hard lessons for me in my life. But by being aware and being able to leverage it in these ways, it's, it's significantly improved how I lead and the stress that I uh, carry as a leader in an organization. And I hope it provides the same kind of insight and support for yourself as you continue to work hard, try and find solutions in all those difficult problems that you face every day as a leader of your organization. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.